down in front. Are you going to spend the rest of the evening prying at that clown's mouth? Welcome, everybody, to another installment of Fogies and Films, where we get together and we talk about a movie that we all watched in the last week. And this week's movie was my choice. It's called The Game, starring Michael Douglas and Sean Penn. And it's a movie about this man who's an investment broker, I guess. Um, very rich and basically has everything he could ever want. But then his brother shows up with a birthday present. It's for him to live through an actual real-life game. And the rest of the movie is him playing this game, but it just takes him on so many twists and turns where he doesn't know what's real, what's the game, and is th are things getting dangerous or not? And it's just this really kind of suspenseful thriller he goes through. Um, and yeah, so that's basically what the movie's about. Uh, I'll go ahead and give everybody a little bit of what I thought, and then I'll move around what I see on the screen. Um, so I had never seen the movie before. I didn't know what to expect. So I will say for about three, two thirds of the movie, I was like, I don't know if this is what I wanted it to be. It <laughs> felt, it, it had some twists and turns, but they just didn't seem extreme twists and turns like I had read when I was trying to figure out what movie to select. And I think it's because I've been so spoiled by the day and age of like, M. Night Shyamalan movies and these Marvel movies, like where everything has these huge twists where you're like, oh my God, I wasn't seeing that. And oh, like Vanilla Sky to me was twists and turns along the way. And that's what I think I was expecting here for the first two thirds of the movie. Then towards the end, it really started ramping up. And I was like, okay, I'm, I think I'm getting into this. I'm, I'm enjoying this some, um, especially like when he finally breaks into the place and he uh, has his gun with him and he starts like trying to go after them and, you know, uh, takes the girl hostage and all of that stuff. I'm like, OK, I'm really enjoying this now. And then once um, she's trying to convince him, like they're on the other side, it's a party, you know, and guys, he has a real gun, all that stuff. Like I'm sitting there still not knowing, is she telling the truth or is she lying? Is she telling the truth? Is she lying? And then he shoots through there and it hits his brother and my jaw drops to the floor. I'm like, oh no, that's terrible. And then he jumps off the building and I'm like, okay, he's just like his dad was, you know? And I'm like, okay, this is a great way to kind of end the movie. I kind of like that twist and how it all led up to this. And then the real end happened and I kind of was deflated again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, so this is how it really ended with it actually all being make-believe and it was all part of the game and everybody's all happy and Michael, uh, Sean Penn is still alive and everybody's good to go and it's like all wrapped up neatly and it's like, oh, that was fun. Oh, wow, that was expensive, you know? like So it was going there, going there, it got there, but then it kind of fizzled out for me a little bit just because... I don't know, maybe I wanted it to end badly because <laughs> um, I just liked how it could have ended badly. And then it made me think about all the what ifs, like what if he didn't jump off in that right exact spot and he jumped off on a different side of the building yeah. where they didn't have the big inflatable thing under there. Like there was a lot of that. And then the other things that got to me were like, 
she was explaining to him, like, none of those guns are real. They were all had blanks. But I'm like, I swear when they were in the woman's house or fake house, that bullet holes were being shot through yeah. the, 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 the door and the stuff and things were exploding and like they were being shot at. But not just that. There were bullet holes in the glass of the car they got away in, and you can't yeah. you can't blow out the glass. It would be noticeable to to do that, like because you would have to attach something to the glass that blows out when you think the bullets are coming at you. Yeah. And no, so something hit the glass and broke it. <laughs> Unless yeah. they were um, maybe they were rubber bullets. I guess that might have broken the glass too. But I don't right. know. yeah, so there was a lot of stuff in there that was very hard to believe <laughs> that a company could actually get away with all of this and make it seem so believable but say oh it was actually all fake um i mean overall it was pretty it was enjoyable to watch it just wasn't like what exactly i wanted um but it did give me very much uh vibes of the net with sandra bullock like i i really felt it was very similar to the net in that he's going through this whole ordeal and his life is just getting ruined and ruined every single step of the way he wakes up and he's in mexico all of a sudden and like you know no passport and everything it's just like with the net when she's out on vacation and her whole identity gets stolen it's like you well, you aren't who you say you are and you know how does she get back to the u.s and all this stuff i just saw the net like a few weeks ago so it's pretty fresh in my my mind um but yes yeah, so that's how i felt overall with the movie pretty enjoyable reminded me of the net i have to remind myself it was 1997 it's it's okay <laughs> it was a good movie for 1997 the act the acting was great like michael douglas is always great in everything he does um it made you feel like geez if i was in his place how crazy would i be going um, but yeah, so that's my overall take on it. So Takiya, I'm going to go to you and I'll be listening while I step away to let my screaming dog inside. Yeah, no, I liked, um, I like a, a good old, mis- old fashioned mystery. Oh, it was old fashioned, but the, I just, the whole mystery suspense thriller. That's more. So I, um, yeah, I, I, I mentioned I saw it in 97, but I still didn't really remember a lot of it. Um, yeah, all the plot twists still kept me on the edge of my seat. Um, I don't have anything specific to say in terms of um, the acting and stuff because it was, it was with with thrillers. I'm I'm more into like what's the, the action versus like the acting. Does that make sense? Like, so I wasn't focused on like like it's some of the other movies where I'm looking at the, the, the acting and the um and the uh you know the the plot and some of everything. Um, yeah, this was just for me that the thrills. Every, every something was happening every minute. Um, It'd be fun to even get in discussion with you guys. But what was your favorite, uh, like, um, plot twist or or, or favorite, uh, which um, part of the game? Yeah. So mm-hmm. later on, because I had I that was it was, it was fun to watch those those different things take place from the, from the girl to um, his house being spray painted and all. And yeah, um, I was a bit let down when I saw just a birthday party. I was hoping that something like this would happen in the end too. Like, oh come on, and if it. Yeah, you know, it works. It is what it is. So, Takia, did you, because yeah. you had already seen it, but back in 97 in the theater. So, did yeah. you remember at all how it ended? You know, it's weird. I didn't. I remember, okay, I remember the birthday. But I walked out. Some, some, <laughs> of, the, some of the, the plot scenes, the, 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 the game scenes, I didn't remember though. But I remember the birthday at the end. This is funny. Okay. I don't know. That. But uh, yeah. So, overall, uh, typical thriller but 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 it was fun to watch and um yeah like michael douglas he's a great actor as well so you know all right that's my thing on it <laughs> thank you takia shelly yeah. okay so 
I agree everything with everything. I agree that um, well, I'll just start from the beginning. I liked I I liked everything except the ending. It kept me guessing. Um, I didn't like Sean Penn in it for some reason. I thought I did, I I didn't think he did a good job. But and I thought that as soon as I saw Michael du Michael Douglas, right? He looked way. Too, he's supposed to be forty eight. He looked. And then I looked up his age, and it was like fifty three. I'm like, why couldn't he just looked old? He didn't look forty eight. So that bothered me, and I just kept thinking, oh my god, that's not that far away from me. Like, is that what's going to happen to me in seven years? Like, it's what forty eight looked like back in ninety seven. I guess so, but ugh, that bothered me. And then the ending, it, the ending really bothered me because I thought. He should have been way more upset. They made him jump off the building like his dad did. And a lot of the things in the game, those, those weren't fun. They were making, they were like mocking his dad's death of, what did he jump off the roof of the house yeah. at the party or, or like in front of everybody? So that is not like, and they kept saying, oh, this is a wonderful game. Like at the beginning, like it's amazing. You're going to feel alive. Well, I don't think feeling alive is like suicidal, like actual suicidal jumping off of a building part. So I found that I think it should have ended when he jumped off the building. And then you find out that it was a game, but that they weren't expecting him to jump off. Like, I think that would have been a good ending where he committed to it like it was done like that was done but if in reality the whole end of the game was him committing to it like feeling suicidal like he felt like he actually thought he killed his brother and he threw himself off that building i thought that was so mean and that if the, in reality i don't believe that anyone would just um like recover so quickly like oh man what a what a thank you brother for and then the stupid shirt his brother hold, held up like i almost or died in mexico or whatever and all i got with this stupid shirt like i would have been furious so, i know instead of like being furious he's like ah oh, you guys got me yeah and oh look at the price of this game the game that made you like want to kill yourself like that I, I didn't get that. I wanted uh, now. Then I wanted to know. All right, what were the, what was the game for all the people that loved it so much? Like, what was their mission? Well, they were were they just all actors too, though? I, I think know, they probably did this all were. Really, really exist. Like, like definitely those two guys that were in the like uh, cigar bar, um, who seemed like other business executives. They, they were, were all. They were later at CRS in the yeah. cafeteria. So, like, they were just hired to pretend that they knew about the. And game I assumed that when he talked to them in that whatever it was, cigar bar or country club or whatever, I assumed that they were part of it. But but she said they were going to. I mean, he wasn't the first person that participated. I just was. It would be. It's all fake. I know, but I would be curious what their games were. Like, did they? Were they on the brink of suicide? And then you find out like, oh. Yeah, is that always the goal? <laughs> Drive them to kill themselves. But I found it overall, it was enjoyable. I mean, I wasn't wanting to turn it off for sure, so. Awesome. Thank you, Shelly. Eric, over to you. <gasps> Me! Um, so I enjoyed it. I agree with what a lot of other people said. Um, 
first of all, Michael Douglas is like the king of 1990s uh, drama thrillers. <laughs> he was in so many that she kind they kind of blur together a little bit and you lose track. I honestly thought this movie was like I said last week. I was like, oh, it's the one with Gwyneth Paltrow, right? And there's something about cheating. I just remember her quote in it. She says, "That's not happiness to see me." Do you remember that? Anyway. So, you know, he's always fantastic in them and they're usually really good. And I love David Fincher. Uh, I don't know if you know, but he started his career in uh, music videos. He did Madonna's Express Yourself, Vogue, uh, Oh Father. I think there was another one, but um, he has a great style, which you can see in this movie and all the others he's done. I mean, his most recent uh, movie, one of his most recent movies was Mank, which got nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. So. And this was his follow-up to Donnie Darko, the game. He did Donnie Darko? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure that's what I read in the synopsis for this movie. He did um, Seven two years before this. That's what I meant. That's what I meant, Seven. Okay, I was like, I don't think he did Donnie Darko, which is yeah, funny. Yeah, we'll because, cut that part out. Because Seven is a little more twisty with, like, some surprises. So, yeah, I, um, you know, I enjoyed this movie throughout. I was, I, you know, just kept getting progressively worse for him, and his life was falling apart, and it was really hard to tell who was who was real and who was not, you know, did this actually happen or was it just another part of the game? Who knows? But I, I was a little confused by the ending. Um, like Shelly started to touch on the fact that he, he actually committed suicide. Even if it was a game, he committed suicide. He thought he was going to die. For me, if I came up out of that, you know, a uh, crash pad into this party, I would be incredibly embarrassed. And I don't know how the rest of the party goers, goers weren't incredibly embarrassed too, because he had just killed himself. And here they are saying, happy birthday. It's like, um, and they would be, the people around him would be embarrassed for wouldn't him. You, wouldn't, you be, wouldn't you be like, oh God, I mean, I would hundred of the, my closest friends and colleagues just saw me kill myself. So basically he paid, how much would you imagine that would cost? Millions of dollars? Oh, all that effort had to be like a million. Oh, uh, so he paid that, they, his brother paid that much to have him kill himself. To be that upset. Um, and so, what are you going to explain to the other guests? Yeah. Like, no, did they even know? No, because that one guy's like, I don't really know what any of this is about, but. Oh, um, was that his lawyer? Something like that. I can't remember who it was, but. Yeah, I think I think Sutherland's the lawyer. I think Sutherland's colleague. I, I don't think he was ever in on it because, you know, when he calls uh, him at the cabin, he says, I've just checked all your accounts and nothing is missing. I, I think that um, that's when Christine realized he was on the phone with that person and that he wasn't involved and said, and she made up, Oh, he's in on it. You have to hang up right now just to keep from any further conversation happening that might ruin the game because of somebody right. who wasn't, you know, initiated. But I guess there were signs along the way for other people. Like I really didn't think his wife was in on it, but, yeah. oh, but now that I look back, I thought it was really strange. Like this is his ex-wife, but as soon as this incredibly rich man asks to use her car, she just hands the keys over. I'm like, really? She's not going to ask like, why? Where's your car? What's happening? You know, like, why would you need to borrow my car? You have, hundreds of millions of dollars and probably a garage full of cars. So I, that immediately, like when I look back, I was like, oh, okay. She did that because she was told to let him have her car or to help him in any way possible. Um, and so, yeah, but um, I also, I was kind of, it, it felt like it was all building up to something, but the end made it just seem like a piece of fluff because 
Um, at, even if there was no like major secret to be revealed, like it was a game, but he discovered something sinister underneath it all and then had to, even if that didn't happen, it could have been a really incredible drama if the whole point was for him to learn something about himself from the game. And I thought that at the end, there would be a lot of dialogue involving like him saying, I realize now how much I actually care about the people in my life. I realize that I prioritize the wrong things. I feel like, you know, I'm, I've gotten back in touch with the person that I used to be. And then I, I want to live more now, you know, I thought he would, you know, that we would sort of learn about all what everything that happened to him, what the point of all of it was, like, what was their goal to teach him certain lessons? Cause it seemed like it was, especially because it ends with him shooting his brother who he has this difficult relationship with. Right. So it'd be nice if at least one thing he said afterwards was, oh my God, I thought I killed you. I'm so sorry for everything we've been through. I realize now that I should appreciate you more because <laughs> um, I'm so happy you're not dead. <laughs> but even still, I feel like a normal reaction would be, sure, you're my brother, but you set up this incredibly violent and painful thing. And I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, and I would be pretty good. They didn't do any enough at the start of the movie. I didn't particularly like the brother. Like the brother, uh, Conrad, he said that the reason that he did this is because, oh, you've become such an asshole. So, but they didn't do, at the beginning, you kind of hated the brother. Wasn't he like supposed to be an addict and and like a I didn't director? And, irresponsible and. Yeah, yeah irresponsible. So I don't know. And then I thought, what, so, did they did they explain you know Ilsa was the maid right yeah. did they explain like the last time i saw her was when she was in the house and he said someone's broken in don't go anywhere like was she in on it or did she like and then they emptied the house out it was like in foreclosure what happened to her then she was at the party at the end so at the party all decked out nice and everything yeah. i bet you the i bet you the brother got her in on the game okay that would be mean because he even said to her, do you see my dad in me? And yeah. she's like, oh, no, you don't have, you know, you don't have that. So the whole thing is really mean. I guess, and, yeah. and I guess you can interpret it this way. Maybe she did see his dad in him and maybe other people did, too. And they were all worried that he was going down the same path where he would eventually just take his own life because he didn't have anything did. else. So he did. And, and, and so maybe the point was, let's make let's have him kill himself but we'll orchestrate it so that it's safe and he survives and once he walks away from it he'll realize okay now i know what it feels like to actually remove myself from the world or think i'm going to and now i know i don't want to because there are better things in my life to live for something like that. so extreme or, though or now i know how safe it is. Off that yeah. or now and i know how only safe thing, it is. i guess the only like amends he tried to make were to his ex-wife like that's the only relationship because at the end he's like you're the only one i can trust and then they kind of kissed each other on the lips which would the husband be like your ex-wife yeah, is kissing like, her ex-husband on yeah. the lips like i think there's a sequel where they get back together <laughs> yeah i was like is that appropriate <laughs> but I was going to say it was also just a very dangerous game. Like at any moment, like when that one, the cab driver guy. Yeah, I know he drove off into the water and they were like, oh, there was a diver there. Whatever. You were safe. <laughs> but what about while he was driving? He was driving very recklessly going through red lights like Michael Douglas could have died at any given moment. I'm guessing, I'm guessing yeah. they're like extreme experts that they hire because also Christine 
But is she a fucking acrobat? She was doing all kinds of crazy shit, climbing. I mean, she could have at any point. What if she'd fallen in front of and just killed herself? So I hope that they hired like an actual, like, I don't know, a gymnast or an athlete and said, we, we want you to pretend to be. And my least favorite part was when he asked her out at the end. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't. Yeah, it was gross. But I, I do think Christine deserves a spinoff. By the way, uh, I, I sh- we should have realized. Claire, wasn't her name is Claire. Name. We should have realized that wasn't her real name because everything was CRS in the movie, including mm-hmm. Chris. Interesting. So, Eric, any other thoughts before we move on to Ruth? Um, I have plenty more, but we can yeah finish with Ruth. Um, I guess that's Ruth's the last person. Yep. I was so Ruth. Yeah. So Ruth, what are your overall thoughts on the movie? Um, I saw it in theaters as well when it first came out, and I liked it. Um, so I was gonna speaking of my text about the clown, I was gonna say the whole when that really just starts with the clown and he he looks at it and my thing is that like he brought the or were they counting on the fact that he was going to bring the clown up into his like den or family room because he could have easily left it in the downstairs while he was upstairs watching tv and like then they couldn't have had all that going on so i mean how about that have even started the game they're just I think, I think they had a lot of backup plans probably in place. Like, yeah. And it's well, part of the whole unbelievable stuff we were talking about. I'm like, I'm like that guy giving a live news report and breaking in and out of just talking to him and going back to the live report. And I'm back. So I, I, I think they had a lot of backup was, plans. I was wondering, was this an anchor that he sees every night? Did they hire that guy to like, it see? is, I don't know. Yeah, but, it is. Yeah. When they were showing him in the very beginning of the movie, that same anchor was on TV. That's so bizarre. Like they really go to incredible lengths for whatever, but for money, I guess. But, but um, Ruth, to your point, I think there were a lot of instances like that throughout the movie where it's like, okay, this could have easily just not worked out the way they planned. I guess Fahad's Fahad's answer is to just suspend disbelief and assume that they had a lot of backup plans, which I guess we can, but it did seem like, you know, what if this person hadn't been at, at the right spot at the right time or, or hadn't been able to leave a note for him when they needed to, or who knows, you know? Well, the other part too, when they're in that, where he discovers where she's supposed, Christine, or I guess her real name's Claire in the movie, Well, uh, where she supposedly lives. And then he notices it's basically just like a bunch of props so that she doesn't really live there. Um, And then if she wouldn't have gotten him, told him about the smoke alarm and gotten him, if he didn't want to like, swing some at it for it to um so they couldn't see him with a camera i guess they would have had a had a black backup plan for it seemed like those people were going to go after him too i mean i guess those people could have still shown up and then made some other excuse for like oh we found you and we've come to kill you like maybe they didn't need him to discover anything but it is weird how like the the depth that they went into because in that moment it's it's almost like she's breaking well he thinks she's breaking her character to be real with him but really it's just another level of her character so apparently part of the script was we need to make him feel like he's uh progressing in the narrative and investigating and discovering things so that he feels like he's at least getting somewhere so part of that is oh okay you found her out she's not real but now you're both in danger you know (laughs) yeah or like yeah because of how he sneaked her out she must have had to really worked hard on him for him to want to 
why did the house even need to be fake? Couldn't they just asked someone who already has a home can we borrow your house full of real stuff or do you think to the earlier point we were talking about about she was saying everything was fake but maybe they rigged little mini explosives everywhere so when they pretend to shoot blanks into the house those explosives are all going off like so causing damage that's what i said but it doesn't explain the glass in the car that they're driving away in yeah Maybe it was Unless, special glass that yeah. is breakable and oh, um, yeah, it's the glass that they use at the in, uh, at this your ceiling, Eric. Oh, uh, so maybe, maybe they glass. Used, maybe they used rubber bullets, but they put the breakaway glass in. Yeah, so that it would. Sh- it's, I think it's made of sugar, actually. This, I would not want to work for this company. This is really <laughs> you have to think of everything. They must. Get and I hated it before we move on to anything. I just have to say I hated it when she's like, "I'm not wearing underwear." <laughs> Like not really. Oh, but then in the very next scene, she just takes off her top and she's in her bra. Can I shower? It's like you were concerned about him seeing up your skirt earlier. Now you're just standing there in your bra in his office. Right. And the only reason obviously she did that was so he could see the bra for that later scene. (laughs) But see, we should have known she wasn't on the up and up at that moment because it's like, okay, now your character's not adding up right. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys realize that she was not legit like like that this is just part of the game i mean obviously it happened i mean like, like did you guys realize early on I mean, we, knew, we knew she was a part I, of it when he was at the house when she's like there i listening. mean i meant more before that yeah did you guys think that she was gonna be a love interest or did you just think she was involved before that before we found the house and all well the fact that they focused the movie focused on her so much you know she suddenly became a main character automatically i suspect her i'm like this is a stranger who's just entered our cast yeah, and she's not. She's not just an extra. She's obviously going to stick around. So I'm automatically thinking, well, is she who she says she is? Yeah. Well, because the note said, "Follow the girl" or "Follow her" or something. Said, so don't, don't let, let her get away. Oh, don't let her get away. And obviously, the game is all about Michael Douglas. So why would they all of a sudden bring some random stranger into the game? So that's where I was like, well, she's got to be a part of this. Yeah. Well, what was the other thing about how did he say something? Because he used to go to that re- he would go to that restaurant a lot, and then something like he would say, um, like how he never seen her there before, or she, she said it or something, said, or she said that. She said, "I was hired to be there on your birthday. Had you ever seen me there before?" Her point was, if you you never noticed me, right? Well, I didn't work there before the night that you had your birthday with your with your brother, right. you know, the lunch or whatever. Um, so yeah, she was the one that who pointed that out to him. Yeah, I think um, I was going to say earlier when Ruth was said, "Oh, I guess her real name's Claire." I was like, "But you know what?" <laughs> In that scene when he asked for her real name, she makes this strange face, and I have a feeling she still didn't give him a real name. Maybe either, not, either, yeah. that, either that, or she has been at this job too long, and she momentarily forgot what her real name is, so she had to <laughs> sort of think. Because she said, she said, um, Oklahoma, oh, Colorado, because she apparently forgot where she's from. (laughs) But I still, in that final scene, I was still thinking, is this maybe still the game? I don't know. Did did Um, you guys watch after the credits? (laughs) I'm kidding. There was nothing. (laughs) Well, Fahad, maybe you agree. But the whole time I'm watching this, I'm thinking this is like escape room, but out in the real world. Yeah. Every time he thinks this is a real situation, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but and I mean, escape room. Both of them, especially the second one, is a bit grander and kind of encompasses a bigger part of just the building they're in. So this one, 
is like, I mean, this one's like that times a hundred, you know, but escape room is kind of going towards that. But escape room to your earlier point, Eric, has nefarious reasons and stuff going on with it. Whereas this one just seems like they really are a party plan company. You know? Like yeah. when they boil it down to it, they're a party of other event like do you, planners. Do you think it's because movies have changed? Like, do you think now if that movie, this movie were made, they would have made it like have evil intent? I oh, think yeah, they would absolutely. have. Yeah. It, it w- I think it would have had sinister background to it and it would have ended with him jumping off to his death. Yeah, but I'm really I'm really surprised even in '97 that that's not how this went. I mean, in the age of thrillers, there's always some big bad evil, and the yeah. characters are faced with it. I mean, I mean, I'm a little surprised. This this I, I feel like if you look at the movie, this movie in total, I could see it being made today, but more as a um, uh, intouchable, you know, the Untouchables style <laughs> indie feature where it doesn't really play like a thriller. It's more like just confusing. And at the end, he learns great lessons about his life and appreciates people more. But I think the thriller aspect of this movie is what's confusing because we all expect something a little bit bigger to be happening. Darker. But then it's, yeah. yeah darker. I mean, not that actually killing yourself, but not succeeding isn't dark. I mean, that's pretty dark. It's, it's, but it's, it was just the most confusing part was that the end was then so happy. Like, yeah. Moments the end really ago, did away with any of the stakes. Like, oh, Conrad, you buster. Like, it was just. Like, yeah, I wanted him to scream a little more and expect people to explain something to him. I wanted yeah. him to be mad. I was traumatized by my father's death, and you just like <laughs> mocked <laughs> for this. You mocked. Yeah, they yeah. mocked. I'll have to go to a psychologist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the 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 happy ending at the end honestly kind of did away with everything that came before it. It did away with all the high stakes, the thriller aspect of it because it's like so he was never really in any danger at all, and now he's all happy and everybody's yeah. happy. And it's like I didn't, I didn't like that part even when I saw it way back when. I, w- I wanted to be like you know he jumped off. It's me actually was. I wish it ended with him jumping off and dying. I mean, I like <laughs> See, we've all been conditioned for these <laughs> negative, bad, I unhappy endings. I want thrills, more thrills, but yeah. yeah it's um, I think the only thing that would have been satisfying overall would have been to the earlier discussions, some kind of sinister plot underneath this company and he figures it out and brings it all brings them to justice you know like he stops them and every that's the happy ending that you see like with the net and all those types of movies i would have been equally as happy if that if that last scene had just involved a couple scenes of dialogue where he explained that this experience like or or his brother said we did this because we needed you to understand something and there was more of like an emotional resolution, I would have, then that would have made it okay for me too. But the, just the fact that it's like, oh, it's a party. Ha, how embarrassing that I thought this was all real. Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> Either there's a very serious lesson that happened here, or this was a relationship. So what would be going through your head if you were a guest at the party, you knew it was his birthday party, and you walk in and there's this huge like landing pad in the middle of the ballroom. <laughs> what's that for and then the guest of honor comes crashing down into it 
I do wonder if they actually told everyone. Else. And that little girl was there. Or the the child. child. Yeah, that's traumatizing. Oh, don't worry. Uncle, whatever they call him, will just think that, just think that he kills himself. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe they didn't tell most people at the party and most people at the party just thought that was his entrance to his birthday. Like some yeah. like, like grand, incredible, like stunt. <laughs> because could they really have like, there were like hundreds of people there that they really sit, sit each of them down. We've done this insane thing. Yeah. And you're <laughs> going to now see, wouldn't one of them say, no, 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 don't do that to him. He could get killed accidentally, you know? You think somebody would complain and say, "I don't want to be part of it"? Um, do y'all think it's Reed? He uh-huh. left his birthday party and went after that girl, or would you want to say at a birthday party when you're treated like that? <laughs> I think it's Reed leaving a party and going after a woman who's half his age. But it's Michael Douglas, so <laughs> you know, I think they made him 48 instead of 53 because they needed it to be just slightly more believable that Sean Penn was his brother. Because I was trying to do the oh. math, and I was like, how old is Sean Penn supposed to be? Because even if he's 48, it's quite a difference <laughs> in, in children. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like they were like, if, if they actually called him his real age, 53, it'd be like, okay, now it's totally unbelievable that Sean Penn is. How old was Sean Penn then? I don't know if they said, but. He looked really young. He looked very young. He looked well, very attractive as well. well if, if you think about this, though, in the flashbacks, Michael Douglas's character was pretty young when his father died. Yeah. So he was like, he was like maybe eight. So if anything, there had to be an eight year difference unless they shared a different father. There has to be like a minimum of 15 years difference. But that's what I'm saying though, is that that can't be based off of when the father died and the age Michael Douglas's character was. Oh, maybe. Well, we don't know. We don't know if the father remembers the father though, do we? No, but the brother, how would the brother be conceived if the father is already dead? Oh, half brother? I don't know. That's what I'm getting at is maybe it's a different father. But then that makes it even more horrible that he would mimic his brother's father's yeah. death. Like, oh, he's not my dad, so I'll mimic the death as much as I want. I'll use a clown in his place, you know? Yeah, Sean Penn, he looked real he looked twenties. He did not look he did. Twenty thirty. This was nineteen ninety-seven. Um I guess he could have been Google when was like John 30, like 36? I think it was 30s, yeah. He was 37. He was 37. He was 37. Hot, yet again, I was one year off. You were one year off, but yeah, he was 37. Oh, well, he looks really good for 37. So that well, makes it that. So basically, what that would mean is wait, Michael Douglas is 48. Well, his character was 48. Supposedly. Okay, so I guess they could have said that the kid was like maybe 10 years old and maybe the mother was pregnant at the time. 11 years. Although you you have to wonder why is the brother such a mess? Because I thought the story was, oh, the brother's a drug addict and a mess because he also was traumatized by the father committing suicide. He wouldn't even have known. He wouldn't have been old enough to know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So uh, to change subject, something I really enjoyed though, in the cafeteria scene in the middle and, and especially at the party scene at the end, uh, looking around the crowd and noticing all the faces from the movie that they got to be in that scene. There was mm. even the homeless man who was standing next to the payphone <sighs> when he was chasing oh, yeah. his brother. Oh, yeah. That guy was standing there, still in costume. And I'm like, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> and then, of course, the guy that apparently runs this entire company was the man from the airport that told him about his pen. Yep. 
the one and I was like, like oh, oh there were and there were lots and lots of them it was like oh that person that person and you, you <laughs> come to understand literally everyone he came in contact with over the last like week has been a fake person yeah <laughs> what was your was it was a um game part part a part of the game what was mm-hmm. there a good question i'm thinking what remind us what the game parts are <laughs> so um, figuring what, out what was real the- and what was figuring, figuring out where the first key was? Yeah, like okay, he, oh, the hotel room was probably one of my favorites, but that was just this bizarre. Say that too. Yes. Yeah, um, having to on. figure out to use the key in the elevator for that to move. Ooh, that's that was no escape room. <laughs> um, yeah. having to use the window crank handle in the taxi cab when yeah. it flew off. Luckily, he kept that crank in his pocket yeah. because what if he had it? How would he kind of? Out. Yeah. Do you, know you know what's good about that scene? The diver would have had to save him, and the game would. Oh, yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's what, been ruined. What's good about that scene and a lot of other scenes in this movie that in a like a lesser director's hands wouldn't have worked is that um, I totally forgot he had a crank in his pocket. Like I totally forgot, and I didn't equate it with you know an old style like window crank at all yeah so i was actually surprised and like relieved when when he pulled it out of his, out of his coat again it was like oh and i was like and i thought oh my gosh yes that's your way up where you know i've seen movies yeah. that try to do this and it's it's just it's just far too obvious like because they keep they keep showing it to you or something and so when the moment comes you're like oh, okay yeah he's got this thing it's gonna help him get out of this situation blah 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 blah. so there were a couple of moments like that where i'm like oh i totally actually forgot about the way through this moment that's smart. The more I think about it, the more it really is a much more expansive escape room. Harder to control, though, because you're out in public. But well, they seem to control every aspect of it, down to the payphone guy. I mean, oh, he- by the way, one of, you know, they, I don't know if they even use this for the game. Maybe they do, but you know that test he spent an entire day doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Maybe they did use that to build the game. But I don't know. But that was like my favorite line was when he said, I think you mean dissatisfied customer. And mm-hmm. the guy says, oh, that's right. You're a, you're a left brain uh, word fetishist. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, and, and Michael Douglas didn't even react. I was like, that was a little bit of a slam against you. <laughs> but I was like, oh, and but I also really related because like uh, I technically I'm a left brain word fetishist. I've never heard it put quite that way, but I would have been just like, I would have exactly said the same thing Michael Douglas did. I think you mean dissatisfied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably it was like a little dig that just went unnoticed. And I was like, that's very smart. A very smart. So, so the, like, the little bits that Michael, sorry, go on to Kia. There was a, some of the scenes that didn't seem where I mentioned this, but seeing with, with the, with the, um, the weather man, the weather guy, um, that was another part of the game too, that I, I liked as well. So I, mean the, the, I think he was like a, a stock. Yeah, manager. he was the financial so, reporter. Yeah, financial report. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was already in on it or something as to why he was. Did they show him? In the, I, think, I don't remember if I saw him at the end or not. In the, in the oh, I can't remember either. Yeah. Oh, I do yeah. wonder, though, had he been watching him for years or something? Like I mean, He was at least he, watching him before the game played started, so they got him somehow to do this. Before that night? The very opening scene where he's just sitting in his, um, not opening scene, but like in the beginning of the movie where he's just sitting in his uh, okay. house in that office so at the game. That's before That's before he's even invited, but it's not yeah. before his brother plans it with these people. 
Maybe, so, so it could have been, but. I feel like they planted that so that he would accept this as a real person when it came to yeah. that scene. So he at least had seen him once before and, and just thought of him as a regular part of the pr television programming. Yeah, but why would he put it on that channel? Like, or unless they just had been behind the scenes, changed the channel to that. We can probably just take over the broadcast no matter what channel he's got it on. But, but going to the whole TV thing, though, is when you think about, like, what aspects were really part of the game and what were not. Excuse me. Um, so no. do you think he was meant to have seen that commercial on TV to realize the guy who was introducing him to all this, making him take the test and all, was actually an actor? Yes. And then when he, when he hunted down the actor and the actor is at the aquarium or whatever with his kids, like, Ooh, that was all part of it. How weird is it that the guy's wife is like, the zoo with the white tiger. That's just <laughs> stupid. Why not say the name of the zoo? How many zoos are in this city and the yeah. one with the white tiger? White tiger. I thought that was a weird <laughs> way to describe it. Yeah. I don't think I saw a white tiger either, did anybody? No, I, don't, I didn't. I saw a tiger. I don't think. And were the kids actors too? Or these were That's what I'm getting at. Like, was all that, that was all part of that. Um, but, but yeah, I think it was intentional that he was supposed to see that commercial because that's because connecting that kind of moved it along. How they got into the building. To the yeah. Scene. So, so I guess, um, no, okay. See, see, the game confused me too. I'm thinking about that final scene where she looks at his gun and she's like, wait, that's not, you know, one of ours. He's found a real gun. Yeah. But I guess it was one of theirs. So they did, like, they knew where his, his brother probably knew where that gun was, what book yeah. was in, And he had them replace it with a different gun so that if his brother got it, although, see, that's another moment where it's like, how do you know he's going to go looking for the gun in the house? Maybe it would never occur to him. Was that his childhood home or was that his adult acquired home? I think that was his childhood. I think that was his dad's old house, family home. That's nice. Yeah. I was wondering why, like, why would... <laughs> I mean, this has nothing to do with the movie, but why would one person choose to live in that huge house? Yeah, and what did yeah. he need a housekeeper for? Like, he wasn't yeah. there all day. What did she do? Rich people gonna rich. Dust, dust gets everywhere. Somebody's got to clean that off, and it's not going to be him. Yeah. Um, no. But what I was also thinking, though, is if it was his family home, shouldn't it have been paid off by now? So why would it be foreclosed? Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, why is it foreclosed? It's paid off. I'm the richest person here. Yeah. Good point. Ability to pay property taxes. Um, maybe I or, or they fixed it so that he actually owed so much money that the that they had to take his. But you can't take a house if you own it, right? I mean, the only way I think you can is if they don't. You don't pay taxes on it. I guess maybe. they can seize it. But they would have given him more time than a week, right? Yeah. Type two what did he think he was trying to do? His job was to figure out what. I think he just Never thought his mind. job was to survive. But but then I think halfway through he decided, oh, this isn't actually a game; it's a con, and the yeah. point is to to get all your personal information and and steal your whole life out from under you and all your money. So that's what I thought it was too. He he just wanted to uncover that and expose the people who were trying to do it. Um. So before we move on to the next portion of our call, um, Eric has the giggles. I'm um, a little drunk. <laughs> What? <laughs> a wee, just a wee bit. Just a wee bit. Happy. <laughs> just wanted to see if there are any final thoughts from anybody. I think we did. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? 
<laughs> I think so. But if they called them sad meals, no one would buy them. He's doing pinky in the brain. Yeah. Okay, I had no idea. <laughs> That's my favorite pinky in the brain. I think so, Brian. But if they called them sad meals, no one would buy them. <laughs> Violet always says that, well, not that, but she says, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And I have no idea what she's thinking, so I don't know what I'm thinking. She's like, Let's see, just make something up and make her giggle. It's like, sure, Violet. I was also thinking why, um, I, I can't think of anything. I got no image. <laughs> <laughs> be bizarre. How old is Violet? Five or six? She just turned six. Yeah. Six. Oh. Okay, yeah, she just had her birthday. Yes, yeah, so I don't know what a six-year-old would be thinking. Thinking about dolls and toys and yeah, yeah. Sesame Street, whatever. I was definitely thinking about dolls when I was six. <laughs> You're a princess of power. Mom, we'll get the same girl. So okay, so we'll go ahead and move on to the next portion of the evening, which is. Oh, but a ball. I choked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one second, one second. All right. Recast. <laughs> oh, I almost died, you guys. <laughs> so we are moving on to the recast portion of the night where we each pick a character in the movie and cast them with somebody different, whether living, dead, whatever. Um, just somebody that we feel might resemble one of the characters in the movie or could add a different kind of a vibe to the movie. Um, it has no bearing on the actual performance of the actors in the movie itself. It doesn't mean anything bad about their performance. It's just a fun change up that we'd like to see. Um, so with that, I will go ahead and start with my recast and then I'll move in a circle around the faces on my screen. So for me, this time around, I decided not to go with casting somebody who would change the vibe or the character itself. I decided to go with somebody who I felt resembled the actress on the screen. And if they were to remake it now, like who could play it or maybe a few years ago, but um, the, the Christine or Claire hey. character, uh, I would recast with Allie Larder. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like her. yeah. She looked a lot like her in different angles. So I was like, okay. Yeah, and Allie, could it would be nice to see her back again so i find her really compelling yeah. yeah but don't say it would be nice to see her back again because i told you guys well i told fahad and takia to watch the last season of creep show because ali larder is in an episode and she's incredible okay. awesome. she looks and she still looks great so she, could do, that now. she could do this part now great so let her be the claire now so that would be my recast uh takia your recast I'm going with a more of a obvious actor. It's not like totally what you call it profound. Um, Liam Neeson because he does all those thriller movies, and I could see him in like oh, I'm sorry, um, in the role of, of, of Nick. And I was like, like who, who is she talking about? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we assumed that he wasn't. Playing. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Michael Douglas's role. I would put in Liam Neeson because I thought of him right away because he does all this stuff with the you know, talking to someone while under this distress on the phone and being his 48th birthday either. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's getting up there in age, but he's, but I don't know, he, I think he's, he, he did a couple of thrillers. I think he, he was already in the mid fifties already. I think. Yeah, I think he could handle those types of movies. It's just, they'd have yeah. to say it's his 58th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I thought of him immediately when I think of like anything thrillers, that's my recast. Mm -hmm. Cool. 
Shelly, your recast. Okay. So I am recasting Conrad because for some reason, Sean Penn drove me crazy. <laughs> I think that Joaquin Phoenix would have been a better Conrad. And then they should have put him in the movie more, like give him a bigger part because I think he would have done a better job. Cool. So we've got Joaquin. Wow. So, so far, the three of us have all chosen a different character. We have Liam Neeson as the lead, Joaquin Phoenix as the brother, and Ali Larder as Claire. Eric, your turn. Uh, I went a little deeper. I want to recast Ilsa, his housekeeper. Uh, I wanted to recast her with this actress named Louise Lasser. Um, You probably don't know her, but if you remember, there was a show called Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. Uh, She was the lead of that. And then she, she's, appeared in things since then mostly i know her from b horror movies uh but she always plays this uh character that's a little bit housewifey a little bit motherly but sort of off like like maybe you, where you're like oh maybe mentally unstable and i thought that w- would have been a very interesting uh attribute for this character because it would have made us question her and be like is she dangerous is she up to something can he trust her you know this person lives in his house is she in on stuff or is she being truthful i thought it would would have yeah added a very interesting element to that character yeah especially that scene where she like makes him a peanut butter sandwich for dinner one night it was very like sp- we were like does she still treat him like a child <laughs> yeah is this spooky or is I made this your favorite like- dinosaur chicken nuggets what? I'm 48. (laughs) (laughs) What's funny is I was going to go back into my recast vault to recast the maid because I was like, oh, I'd like to see her a little more sassy. I will give the role to, and I was like, I'll do Octavia Spencer again. She's always my sassy (laughs) go-to person. Because she was my recast for something else. I can't remember who it was, but I hope it was another maid. She was the recast for the teacher in uh, the half of it. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. cool. Okay, so, so far we have a whole new movie. No repeats. Pressure's on, Ruth. The pressure's on. That's me. Um, <laughs> I guess I was thinking, um, what's her name? Claire or Christine or something? Um, I was thinking, what if the actress in the part played someone like a lot sweeter and it made me think of like Kate Hudson? Oh. Yeah. I kind of see if she had like a different kind of vibe for that. A little more girlish. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess because then, I don't know what, I guess I could change the vibe as far as maybe he would think of her as more believable. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. Could be. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, everybody. Good job with her, with the girl who played Claire, with her makeup. Like, she looked, I don't know what, how, but she looked really pretty at the end. Like the last, she looked really pretty. At the beginning, she was just sort of like. I was convinced, I haven't looked up the actress, but I was convinced she was foreign. So at the end, when he asked her where oh, she's yeah. from, and she says, oh, originally, I thought she was going to be like, Russia. Okay. I wonder where else she's been. She's been in anything lately. I'm wondering yeah, it's interesting. I don't recognize her, but she got to be in a big movie with Michael Douglas, you'd think. That's, yeah. that's a career move, you know? So with that, let's move on to the ratings part of this session. Um, so as we've done in the past, just open up the chat window, type in zero to five, quarters are allowed uh, for what your rating would be, uh, but don't hit enter until you everybody gives their thumbs up and I then will count down to hit enter. Eric, let's see if we keep this streak going. <laughs> uh-huh. 
This would be the third week in a row if we do it? I think so. Um, okay, so everybody's ready. So I'm going to count down. And when I get to zero, hit enter. Ten. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, three, <laughs> two, one, zero. Oh, crazy. Oh. Eric, three in a row. Three in wow. a row. Wow. Everybody oh was three in a row. Wow. <laughs> Holy fucking Moses. Holy cannoli. <laughs> so, Shelly, if I see it correctly, it's four threes. Yep, and the one three point five. <laughs> That's Do you regret nice. that now, Ruth? <laughs> what? It's a three point one. <laughs> so we got a solid around a solid three. So I think I don't know about you all, but for me, it would have gotten higher had the ending been different. Agreed. I think yes. I, I agree with that too. Yeah. And three, three is solid. I, I always three use solid. I always use three stars for movies that uh, I found enjoyable and watchable. But that, but that I wouldn't necessarily ask other people to watch. So yeah. I always go to I always go to three point five. If not only did I enjoy it, but I want other people. I'm like, oh, you should you should definitely watch it. So this is one where I'm like, I enjoyed it, but I don't need anyone else to be seeing it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um. So with that, let's move on to Shelly, who gets to choose the movie for our next viewing. All right. For the um the next movie, I picked a comedy. And I started watching it and then I thought, I'm not going to finish it until um, I'll watch the whole thing starting this week. And it's on Amazon Prime and I hope no one has seen it. It's like an Amazon Prime exclusive movie. Okay. Brittany runs a marathon. Oh, I want, I've been wanting to see that. I love that's Jillian a, Bell. Yes, I like her too. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good I, one. I mean, I hadn't seen it, because, but it's it was big, critically acclaimed the Sundance Festival a couple of years ago. So I'm excited yeah, yeah. to see that. When it came out, I really wanted to see it actually. So okay, let's see that. Good. So no one has seen it? Wait, it's not like no. we've all seen it. Well, okay, good. Because nope. I did not have a backup. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this. Yeah. Okay, I haven't heard of this one. Okay, this I should don't be fine. I think fun. I have either. It's, Sundance, cool. independence film, independent films. I love these. <laughs> awesome. So the question is- Oh, I love this picture. She's got a straw and a glass of red wine. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 that's yeah. how I run a marathon. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I run a half. I never run a whole, a full one. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, it's we a, do have an actual runner here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done it in a while. Kids came and it was like- Hey, oh, we all so used- together right Takia, were you on cross country okay. never no. i was on cheerleading I'm, i kind of wish it was on cross country that's though. right <laughs> few of us yeah, yeah Takia, if you were in cross country you would have had the best captains yes so far. Fun. and shelly we were such good captains that while running we would look for places <laughs> to just stop and sit in the shade exactly <laughs> you were gonna say we were such captains that our coach had to stop and tell us not to start running and not walk <laughs> we were such good captains that our coach had to get in his car to drive to find us to make sure we're running <laughs> what the hell we were trying to hide <laughs> oh my god that weird that he would do that <laughs> Yeah, what well, was bad that we were doing what we, that we yeah, weren't we were always not, doing. He was mad at us. 